This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Sinek confirms Wilbur Ross as Commerce Secretary. Hemp industry takes its concerns to lawmakers. Heritage Foundation to hold a farm bill forum. The eyes of the nation will be on President Donald Trump tonight when he delivers a formal address to a joint session of Congress. There's likely to be elements of his speech that the agriculture sector will like, as well as some things that may rub producers and exporters the wrong way. It's not technically a State of the Union speech. His first will be in 2018. Details of the speech aren't available yet, but White House officials are saying that Trump may highlight efforts to roll back what many farmers see as overburdensome government regulations. Trump's newly sworn-in EPA Secretary Scott Pruitt promised on Saturday he would do away with the waters of the U.S. rule, and that may make it into Trump's speech tonight. It didn't catch Pruitt's speech to the Conservative Political Action Committee, or CPAC, on Saturday. He'll be speaking again about his priorities today at the American Farm Bureau Federation's Advocacy Conference in Oxon Hill, Maryland. But Trump might also speak about his decision to pull the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. That's a trade pact with Japan, Vietnam, Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, Mexico, Canada, Chile, Peru, Singapore, and Brunei. The American Farm Bureau Federation predicted that lower tariffs and other trade barriers under the pact would provide U.S. farmers an additional $4.4 billion in revenue. Ratification of TPP was a priority for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, which was looking forward to a reduction in Japanese tariffs on U.S. beef. Without the pack, Australia will continue to have a key edge over the U.S. in selling to Japan. Senate votes to confirm Wilbur Ross as Commerce Secretary. The U.S. Senate voted 72 to 27 last night to approve billionaire businessman Wilbur Ross to be President Donald Trump's Commerce Secretary. Ross, who is expected to play a major role in trade negotiation, told lawmakers during his confirmation hearing last month that he supported Trump's decision to pull the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Ross said during the hearing, I'm not anti-trade. I'm pro-trade. But I'm also pro-sensible trade. Not pro-trade that is the disadvantage of the American market and the American manufacturing community. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady, Republican of Texas, was one of the first to put out a statement last night congratulating Ross. He said, I look forward to working with him and President Trump on economic policies such as reforming our broken tax code and creating strong, enforceable trade agreements that will improve the lives of all Americans. Hemp industry takes its concerns to lawmakers. If you can't make it to the Farm Bureau event today, maybe you can stop by the Hemp Expo being held in the foyer of the Rayburn House office building on Capitol Hill. During the expo, more than 100 hemp business owners and farmers meet with their representatives to talk about the industry's proposal for comprehensive farming legislation as well as high-stakes legal battles. The Hemp Industries Association, the HIA, has filed legal motions to try to stop the Drug Enforcement Agency from regulating hemp products as marijuana extracts and block interstate commerce of hemp food products. Heritage Foundation to hold a Farm Bill Forum. Farmers across the country may think it would be obvious that the farm economy is hurting 
Prices are low, debt is up, and land values on the decline. But the Conservative Heritage Foundation is holding an event tomorrow to debate just how bad the situation really is. The foundation says in a description of the forum, there are many claims that there are significant economic problems impacting agriculture producers. Are these claims justified? Is it accurate to view the rural economy as synonymous with the farm economy? What is the real condition of the farm economy, and how should it influence policymakers, especially in light of the development of a new farm bill? Scott Faber, Vice President of Government Affairs for the Environmental Working Group. Joshua Sewell, the Senior Policy Analyst for Taxpayers for Common Sense. And Darren Baxt, a Research Fellow in Agriculture Policy, will speak at the forum. Reduced rice planting may push up prices. U.S. rice farmers saw the price they were getting drop in 2016, but an expected 17% reduction in planting this year will likely push prices back up. That according to USDA analyst Rachel Trago. Farmers will be planting less rice this year, but yields are expected to hit record highs, Trago said in an audio posting on the USDA website. Even with the higher yields, production will still fall by 11%, she said. Ending stocks are projected to decline, and we expect slightly higher season average farm prices for long grain as well as medium and small grain rice, according to Trego. Pacific Rim countries hold post-TPP meeting. The fate of the TPP is unclear now that the U.S. has pulled out of the pact. But many of those countries and others in the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Group are meeting this week in Vietnam to debate new ways to expand trade ties in the region. Representatives of the 21 APEC countries, including the U.S., China, Japan, and Russia, will sit down on Thursday and Friday for talks on topics such as the changing trade and economic landscape and the impact of rising anti-globalization. The Obama administration had hoped that TPP would lead the way in creating a new paradigm for trade in the Pacific Rim. Now attention is turning to the China-led trade deal called the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, or RCEP. The 16 countries negotiating the RCEP are China, the Philippines, Japan, Australia, India, South Korea, New Zealand, Brunei, Burma, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam, and Thailand. Farm Bureau gives a thumbs up to Starling. Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall last night announced his approval of Trump's appointment as Ray Starling to the National Economic Council as Special Assistant to the President for Agriculture. Duvall said, with about one quarter of all U.S. agriculture production destined for foreign markets, certainly we know that trade and market development are critical issues. He continued, but economic policy comes in many forms, including how regulations affect the ability of our farmers and ranchers to remain competitive and profitable. Mr. Starling understands those challenges, and we look forward to supporting him in this very important role. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly. 